Listen up, you fine folk. You're about to listen to one of the most dynamic recordings ever. We're a Connecticut-based podcast that will never ask for a Patreon. That's not what this is about. This is about recording creativity, imagination, run loose in the time when those things are needed. Welcome to Dungeonetics. In our previous episode of Dungeonetics, we successfully cleared out a mine that had a very strange entity inside of it. Now, fresh without a job under our belts and still a looming debt in our back pocket, the scaled company needs to find new work. While we were previously busy, our underlings went out to discover a ancient dig site with strange ruins. <laughs> yes, yes, we did lose three members. What will this adventure unearth? So join us now as Wolfsbane, Duffin, Skeet, Sir Rogar, Pawjammers, Oats, and Brian's character <laughs> for episode 21 of We Dig Up the Bumps. Listen in, adventurer, and thank you. Dungeonetics. Opals, which opals aren't the most expensive jewel, but the the the, the warping of the uh, influence of whatever was removed created this prismatic effect, which is kind of unique to them. Okay, so. Hmm. So we trade them out. We got eight thousand gold. Well, I'd like to take five hundred of that, at least. Well, so there's eight stones. Each stone is worth a thousand. Oh, okay. Take, uh, I'll take one for the guild. Yeah, I mean, and I'll like just, to, uh, just distribute them evenly. I'd like to take one to, one to, uh... So you have eight. <laughs> if you buy the guild house with one of them, yeah. then each one, each person can take right. one other stone. Okay. Yeah. So I could use that to possibly complete my task then. I guess I'll just tell people what, what I'm doing with it. But, alright, so the, uh, the short sword is going to be uh, using, I guess, uh, essence of, of air for elemental property. Okay. For uh, for the mace head. Okay. It's going to be elemental fire. And for the harmonica, it's going to be earth. Nice. No, I have no idea what any of them are going to do. And now that will be, this should be very interesting. I'm glad you guys did uh, really fun stuff during your downtime. I just... Uh, so, we... oh, so I... yeah. basically what's happening is the bronze statue that I, I stole, I melted it down. I can make, a sh I was basically able to make either two full-size weapons or 
I, I was able to skimp on on yours and just put the head of the mace on instead of making the forging the whole mace out of it, which who cares you only really I'm guessing you had to do that metal anyway. Yeah, don't put it. And then after that there was no, you know, there wasn't really enough to make anything sizable, so I went with a harmonica for it's the pa. Thank you. So and that's Sorry, John. All right. We'll see what they all do and then um, figure out what they all do. Yes. All right. And then, if you want to say what you did. I ran a bingo competition, recruited two, sorry, three guys to the six guys. company. Excuse me? There's six. Six. Wow. Six. Sorry. There's three levies, two regulars, and one, one season. It was a great time. I also met up, and you can give me the backstory and everything about the, uh, the gentleman logger who now yeah. was charmed by my... Yeah, so he charmed and got a good deal for a what? discount uh, timber from Ardenton. So we need to So that if uh, you need building constructions to build additional buildings, uh, we can get it at a discount. I know a guy. He's kind of nice. Excellent. Really? Yeah. Does the logger have a punny name? I'll have to... I can come up with something. If you if you want to uh, input, I have uh, I have a few names. I don't know which merchant that I haven't decided which merchant you pick. But if you okay. want to create a name for him, go for it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, curiosity: what would a what would a building cost us to make? Depends on what kind of building you're, you're looking to build. Let's say we we're going to build a monastery. Monastery. You're gonna, you're gonna build a church on the in your little budding potential town. Of course, I'm gonna train people in the worship of death, especially our <coughs> our people, our, our little soldiers. All right, so the full cost would be for a full church would be fifty thousand. But you, you, using depends on what material you want. Um, you can get cheaper woods; so they'll bring it down a little. And then, depending, you could probably bring it down by using um, some of your soldiers as laborers, since you're already paying them. But it, it, it would be, and you don't need it all up front because it's going to take months to build a full monastery. If you want to make something a smaller building. But that would be like a full like medieval church. Yeah, I mean a smaller building would be great. I mean, and if we could just get if we get the lumber up front. Yeah. How much is the lumber? Uh. I can talk to my guy Mario Burns. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll work up uh, an right. agreement on that, and we can probably get that started in the uh, in in the, in the next downtime. All right. Where you, you start working on getting lumber to start putting up a frame. Next to the manor, we have a church of death. Nice. All right. I'd actually like a, a stage so yeah. that we can make money. Yeah. You know, I have like put you on it. Sure. Yeah. Some, some some things to like bring people to the area. You know. All right. Yeah, so I'm taking five. Right. Think Mike's coming with me. So uh, the Just other so thing. Know, once we get those weapons. Whenever the three of us are collectively together, we're now known as Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, nice. So, the, the other thing, be, uh, before we take break, uh, uh, the 
three talons we sent to investigate the bandits of the south. Yes. They were able to locate the ruins. Uh, out of the 12 you sent, two people died. Okay. However, they did, they killed twice their number of the bandits while finding the ruins. Are they no neighbors? Uh, <laughs> so the people that died were Cole, who was one of the people you rescued during the Battle of Ardenton in the Collapsed Tunnel. Oh. And Bog. Not Bog. One of the Dragonborn. Bog. Bog was mine, right? Yep. Damn. (laughs) Poor Bog. But other than that, you now... So the next part of the adventure is heading to the ruins. I don't know if you guys want to order food now or you guys... Let's do it. Yeah, probably best order food now. Yeah, it's yeah. It was like everybody just got here, but you know. <laughs> I mean, this would have been a burst of energy yeah, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Since we started it, the the your the free talons are a larger number of soldiers than when you started. <sighs> yeah, melt melt. I always mispronounce we it. It's a Meltonic. Uh, John. I think that's the right way to go. You're leaving everything sort of a mystery with what the the final outcome is going to be. Final outcome of what? This this campaign. Well, yeah, it, it, there's 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 many players. The question is who's who is. Well, I'm just wondering if like you know, do we need to be growing our army? Do we need need to be caring? Should we be building a community? That's what do, you wanted do, to do. Do we continue the religious uh, death cult that we uh, it basically are? We're an uh, not a moral bunch of folk. Not really. Well, you're mercenaries. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. It depends on how... We're, we're about to, between Skeets and Oats, open up basically a church to the dark forces that are in this world which means opening us up to being soulless in some odd way anyway i'm just worried john just worried well it depends on where you bring it you guys come back at you did all your uh your um downtime activities afterwards your three three talons come um unfortunately out of the 12 men sent out two of them died however they fought many many uh the bandits defeated them and found the ruin that you guys were hired to discover. Is this ruin in the town, the Black Rock town? No, this is this is uh, south um, in the lands that were written. It's not near written itself, but the woods near written. I'm down. You guys want to go? Yep. I mean, as long as we're all set so, here. I mean, is the the mining town going to be set? I mean, we got rid of the Shifters Guild, and supposedly the thing that was corrupting the mine. Yep. Anything else we need to do here? Well, uh, he's the only one that said that you're not in there. You guys went back to Lindbergh. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He stayed. He stayed a little while longer to help <laughs> set up um, your guys' own mining guild. Um, yep. And now you guys are in Lindbergh when your towns report back on the news and uh, you guys can head south. Um, have the locals said anything about the location of Kira? 
I'm wondering where Kira is. Kira's, Kira's in town. He, he spied on her. Yeah, it was and during my downtime. I, I shadowed yeah, her. Yeah, so um, other than typical stuff, the same stuff you guys do to maintain your talons, your wing, uh, she did that. And then they also found this nondescript warehouse in a part of Linberry that she visited twice, five days apart. And she entered the place through a door in the alleyway. Do we want to check it out quick before we leave? or? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just very curious. I mean, it sounds like a solo mission, to tell you the truth. To I mean, visit the place that... Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a little... It's going to be... It might be, be, more it might be a, a mission that is also good for, for your changeling. Be involved. Uh, yeah. That's true. So we should maybe wait on that then? Just give well, I, would, I would wait so on it. Yeah I, would, yeah, I would file that information away and who knows, maybe that's what Michael and Brian will do on their downtime. Uh, yes. Well, to make up for this or whatever, but. Uh, so you guys, you guys head south. Um, it is uh, pretty, pretty uneventful um, on your travels. Those peanut M&Ms. Now it's it's or coffee, chocolate M&Ms, huh. and uh, they were in the sun, so they're a little melty, but uh, not anymore. The bag well, looks. Well, the, the whole point of M&Ms it was in, it was actually invented as an old school MRE that they could include in food for soldiers in World World War One because the candy shell allowed them to put chocolate because they used to put a chocolate bar in them. Um, without it melting, yeah. Because the uh, candy shell would keep it from melting. Yep. <laughs> Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Yep. Yep. And then it just became a civilian thing eventually. <laughs> Did not know that. Um, you could see how why it stayed hidden for so long. It was kind of not near anything in particular of any benefit. Um, but uh, there is a sign of a battle. There was a. You found a, one or two decomposing bodies. Uh, other ones were buried. Um, so you come across, there's most of the ruins are overgrown. Um, that's why another reason why they're hidden. But you can tell hidden among the, the vines and the grass, there's a lot of just stones that kind of like kind of been grown over, um, buried, kind of like implanted. Um, like this is like the one side of a tower, kind of like hidden up against. Uh, a few uh, large trees are kind of breaking over it. Uh, after a while, you do notice in the middle of the ruins as you're coming to the center, there is a, a structure that's um, like a, a base metal or a uh, stone base pedestal. On one side, there is a stone coming up, pretty large. The back of the stone looks weathered enough that it almost looks like natural stone. Doesn't look like, but the, the opposite side that you come across um, does obviously make it look like it's worked. And there's all these dots on this wall. Um, and then along this little pedestal are three pillars around it. And in this clearing, you can see um, a few like, uh, Fragments of the stairs or pillars, kind of like half buried, and uh, the ground is very, like bumpy, like uh, it kind of looks like 
almost like a grater went over it. Huh. So, um, am I aware of any of the history of this? Oh, give, me, give, me a, give me a roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for uh, symbols uh, of the, the was it the four fingered hand? Four fingered hand? What was it? Four was it? The, 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 our, uh, our patron saint. Oh, 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 okay. Ebros, yep. Yep, looking for that. Kind of cool. using my um, backpack to sweep stuff away. Okay. Was that insider history? Uh. Insight would be more to try to interpret what you're saying. History is if, it, if it's something that right. makes either some kind of historical sense or may have been referenced in histories before. All right, then I got an eight for history then. You don't really notice anything in particular um, as you're as you're like peeling it away and like uh, you know uh, Rogar is trying to brush it down. Um, Give me an insight check. Hey, I guess seven. Oh, they don't really. So you see, as you're brushing it off and like cleaning the stone down and getting like dirt and like where you notice that one face that's rock face that's facing you. Unlike the other parts that are really weathered, that one when facing you doesn't seem like it's seen any weather. There was like dirt on it and maybe a little moss growing that you cleaned off, but you can tell like the edging of the dots and stuff is still very, very sharp. Right, so I'm going to walk over to them and be like, what are we looking at? <laughs> can I, uh, can I sort of do like, I don't, I don't know if it would be like an insight or a nature check to see what kind of wildlife is in the immediate area? Alright, give me a roll. Yeah, and I, I point out the... That's uh, a natural you don't find much sense of wildlife, but as you're kind of looking around and you know you're, you're scouting out, it is kind of quiet here, uh, kind of unnatural quiet. But what you do realize that kind of catches your eye as you're looking around, and you're like you're looking at all those dots, and it kind of looks like uh, the night sky as the like a, a star chart oh. looks like we're, we're facing a bunch of skinwalkers and rakes here <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I relate that to them that it looks kind of like a, a star map do i notice anything about that from past hel- heraldries from uh, knighthood teachings all right give me a roll uh, natural 20. Wow. All right, so this is particular to your character. So your character, the dragonborn in this world, um, you guys have spread out, and you know, there's pockets of you all throughout the, the northern lands, but the southern continent um, is where your only nation that's like a dragonborn nation, um, and that's where most of the night orders, that's where your night order you came from, um, and and uh, you basically the ta- uh, the company was down in the southern continent because uh, the Imperium was in charge was currently conquering the southern continent. They did conquer your nation, so the Dragonborn are now part of. They have been part of the Imperium. Um, so there are different um, history that you guys have is a little different. You guys aren't 
as big on the dual divinity. You have your own your own deities. And the one thing you notice is going through that in your own history that there is three constellations that are missing. And they represent the three dragon gods. The ones that are missing. Yeah, so your sheet has it, and you, you're looking at it, and you see all the stars you're familiar with, but there's three of them missing. Okay. Which which three dragon gods? Uh, basically, uh, Tiamat, Bahamut, and there's another one that is uh, mostly forgotten from the other uh, other realms, uh, but it is the the progenitor of the gem dragons. He isn't as widely worshipped because uh, he hasn't provided magic to his followers in a very long time. Is I, I forget. Uh, I believe mine was Tiamat for the paladin, but well, Tiamat's a bad one. Is the, okay, so it's not that one. Bahamut is the the, the good. So been Bahamut. He's more of a a traditional paladin patron, like a lawful good paladin would not be a worshipper of Tiamat. Yeah, okay, is, uh, so this is nasty. Yeah. So I, I relay that to everybody, and, and this is what I do. Um, I uh, I ask for some quiet, and I take a corner, and I kneel down, and I pray to Bahamut to give me guidance. All right, give me a religion check. Oh, shit, not very good. Um, well, I don't know. A, a religion check might be different, but it would be a it would be not a natural one, but a one. <laughs> uh, but but religion checks are could be yeah. different. So you currently haven't heard anything, but you did pray uh, for Bahamut for guidance. Right. Well, so I'm, uh, I'm interested in checking out the dots that are on there and see if we can determine what they're from. The dots are like the the, the uh, they're so stars. They, yeah, so they look like they were. Etched or carved oh, out so there. Those are the, the rep- stars. Those are the stars. Okay, all right. Um, but sense. like I said, there, there are those three constellations that are missing. Broken off? Like taken out? Remember, like I said, when you polish and clean this surface, it doesn't look like it's been worn at all. Because all the, like, the angles on the edge of the carving are still perfectly sharp and chiseled. So if it was physically removed it probably would have been a very elaborate endeavor because it doesn't look like you don't see like any pock marks like that area where you identified those constellations should be are still perfectly smooth are there uh, are there other areas that uh, appear to have similar markings on the on the site other than this area like is there another spot where we would have to maybe turn something to face this area well like i said you have this round circular thing one end that kind of like a big chunk coming up and on the other side of this circular stone dais are three pillars this is dave peter kelly nikki ryan scott nicole and we're from beer and battle you're listening to bnm baked podcast <laughs> Big beans, motherfuckers! You guys want to inspect the pillars? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, they want to. 
Are they stone pillars? Yes. Okay, that's good. Is there? Can I inspect the dice itself to see if it's movable? Uh, give me a roll. That would be an actual one. <laughs> smooth it is. This. That would be a three. Maybe. All right, so you failed so well, you almost succeeded. <laughs> the dais doesn't move, but in the process of trying to move that, you uh, realize you bumped up to one of the pillars, and the pillars shifted. Okay. Do you think there are symbols at the top of the pillar that somehow line up with the lower dais? Or the three dais. constellations that are... I think the three constellations need to be projected onto that rock for some... You know, in some that sounds way. about right to me. Yeah. So we need to figure out how to position these pillars for that to to work. How tall are the pillars? And what are we aligning it to? The constellations, right? The three. That are Which missing. one? Uh, yeah, the three. Yeah, the three that are missing, right? Yeah. yeah. There's three pillars and three that are missing. So. Yeah. So yeah. I think we have to wait until night because we have to have. We have to be able to view the constellations, right? Well, we got to figure out what we're going to do at night, though. Who's to say they're not in place? Maybe they need to rise well, to a certain point. Yeah, I don't know how we would figure that out. Which orientation? Are we going for Tiamat, Bahamut, or... I would go for jump? Bahamut since you prayed to him. Okay. Badly. I would suggest the mystery one that nobody knows about. Oh, the gem dragons? <laughs> I like the door number three, but yeah, I understand Bahamut's yeah. call. I mean, it seems like there's some stuff to be uncovered if we go for the one that, ones that you, you don't know about um, anymore. Just that curiosity. Would anyone feel like scampering up one of those pillars if they were blessed with cat's grace? I they mean, get I, advantage on their uh, yeah, dexterity rolls. I mean, he could I just could, fly. Right? No, he can't. I, can't I mean, I'll, I'll climb up it. I don't yeah. really... Yeah, I'm just give the rack I don't think I need you to... You don't, you don't want cat's grace. I mean, it's, it's grace not acrobatics, or... right? Or would it be... Yeah. That's grace. I mean, that's a 20. Jesus. Okay. So. so you climb up one of the pillars, and you do notice at the top of the pillar, uh, there are fine, with the same precision chiseling, holes that are kind of, kind of like at an angle up towards the sky, down towards that wall. All right, who's the party mathematician? Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, we, we need, we need, uh, we need some... Uh, <laughs> We need somebody to do some geometry. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, my intelligence is ten, yeah, so I'm probably the probably the guy. It's a nature roll. Oh, <laughs> uh, if it is, I I have a plus two with it. I oh. think advantage. We we need to we need to figure out what time in the sky those constellations are going to be in the position to hit these. We can we could also uh, these plug in a, a torch or something so that we can get the angles right too. Well, we could do that, but yeah. I think we, we could we could figure out where to get the angles right for how it projects onto the thing. Right. But we still need to figure out like what the position of the pillars needs to need what the position of the pillar actually needs to be. Like, do they need to be swapped around, or you know, in what time we have to have it done by? You can know, we, can we get lucky and try a few configurations? Uh, you can you can try moving around now. You 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 uh are you gonna try moving around? Um, and you have knowledge of the of the constellations that are missing, so you have yeah. to tell us which ones are in the right location, I, right? Yeah, I would I would try to guide them towards the Bahamut. All right, so you you start moving them 
Um, and you do notice aligning them to sunlight isn't making the constellations line up correctly. Okay. They, 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 they get in the general area, but because the angle is off, they look distorted. Would your would a moonbeam spell help? Or we could just wait till night and not exert magic. Yeah. yeah. It's up to you guys. I would say we we uh, hunker down here and and wait it out and see if we can explore the area for more stuff. Yeah, or just keep watch, make sure nobody, you know, kind of canvas the area, make sure nobody's going to be getting a jump on us or anything. Right. Damn it. Um, besides the pillars, are there any other fixtures such as trees that kind of go around where we are? What I'm looking for is things within a 100 foot circle of us that I may tie rope to. Trying to make a camper's triangle? Trying to make a, a trip line so if someone walks into it at night, I'll Oh, that's smart. Alright, <coughs> so this is where the constellation is, and yeah. these are the three pillars. Okay. Did you take this from Google Maps? <laughs> no. well, there probably I've, is I've, one out I've, there. I have uh, software where I can make maps. Yeah. Can you, can wow. you adjust nice. the brightness a little bit next time? <laughs> but it's, it's supposed to be, to be at night, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not for us. <laughs> At the time that this is taking place, I'm guessing it's yeah. supposed to be at night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I steal someone else's rope. I have 120 feet. I'm just going to rope off a line from A to B and put one of my bells on it. All right. Yep. That's what I'm doing before nighttime. I'm uh, inspecting all the stone pieces in the area. Okay. Give me a roll. Uh, four. Like All right, so Ar Arcana the, or history. Or... Yeah, so the other stone pieces, like I said, it's really this structure that seems much more intact. The other ones are very worn. Weather has definitely taken a toll. Um, just by kind of analyzing the stonework, um, it does take a lot of kind of style designs, kind of like from your home nation um, of the Dragonborn. However, the architecture design, like the pillars, because you know you can tell a lot. Like, take for example, the Roman by the heads of the pillars, what era they're from. These look like they are like ancient, like dragonborn, like probably easily the design <coughs> cues of what's left. That this structure was easily somewhere between like three thousand years old. Oh. Wow. So this is before the Silver Eyed Nation. So, this oh. is this is before the original uh, 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 war against Ben Solas. Yep. So, are you relaying that information, to everyone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I, I just further my my opinion that if this is that old, you know, then maybe we should take the opportunity to to you know check out the. Uh, the gem dragon option there see what we can learn because clearly 
if your civilization is the only uh, dragonborn civilization in existence in the south and you know you guys have lost knowledge of them but there's clearly a shrine here that's partially built for them maybe you can regain some more so, some lost information that could be beneficial I don't know uh, do you guys have other opinions on it? no no, I get the same opinion. Huh? Yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, um, I was still kind of playing up the uh, Bahamut route, but it does seem like maybe the dragons might have more to do with this. Well, I mean, we don't know anything. I mean, it's just like all of these. Yeah, it's all speculative. All of these existed at that time, so it's it's not. <clears throat> I mean, if we're talking about uh, looking at a uh, door to another plane of existence, uh, they're all probably there. So, <laughs> and just so, just so you know, the the people that were super interested to find this was the the spy from the Imperium. He's the one that gave you this contract. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was. So the friend who visited me, I remember telling you guys earlier, after I did performance one night. The gentleman followed me and said that, you know, we were essentially being watched and uh, we were to try to help the king. And I guess it was the Imperium trying to spy on us. So, you know, maybe they have a lot of interest in this more than obviously anyone has really let on. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sounds like a sounds like a trap. Sounds like if we do something. Someone's gonna try to gain an advantage. It's always a trap. Well, I think I think what we're dealing with, so I think what we're dealing with is a good versus evil versus neutral situation. Um, so I think uh, a neutral outcome can be whatever we uh, we put into this when, once we enter the the door, whatever it opens up. Do we have? A detect magic. Maybe we can find the door and just I got one. get in there. Yeah. Or you could do detect traps. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I got one of those on. Oh, trap! I mean, I would love to cast knock on a door. What would you guys, John? <laughs> yeah. But if we can't find one, then we don't know about it. Yeah, I think I think the gem dragon would be a a decent choice. Um. We were followed, or I'm gonna we, we wait till night. I'm gonna walk up, slip away from the group, and go and jingle. Pause bell. Oh, Guys, I'll be right back. Uh, um, daggers, no. Uh, sword, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, pipe flute, be right back. <laughs> so, I guess we just wait till nightfall. Yes. Good. Yeah. Does that like count as a short rest then? Yeah. That would be a short rest. <clears throat> not, oh, well, not we used anything that would be. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I did use a second little spell slot. Yeah, but you don't get, you don't yeah. get spell spells. Right right. I come back. Guys, there's nothing over there. Don't worry. We're good. I, I got it. Uh, got it. So, <clears throat> you guys wait um, as uh, the moons come up, because there's two moons. Um, one gives light, the other one is tracked by 
the absence of stars. So it is a black moon. So you, it doesn't reflect light, but as it moves across the sky, you can tell where it is in the constellation for what stars disappear. Okay. <laughs> um, they, they, to the faith of the dual divinity, they, they represent the two gods, uh, the, God, the, the Lord of Light and the uh, Mistress of the Dark, Lord Rafa and uh, Lornir. So when our, when our gem, no red moon. Yeah. So I'm thinking when our gem dragon constellation is missing, we need to align the light to agree with the gem dragon. All right. So as the stars and the moon come up, you can start to see. They look. You ever seen where light goes through like a, a um, an area where there's a lot of dust? Yes. You can kind of see the light. Yeah. So you're kind of seeing those projections out of the top of those pillars. Oh, yeah. cool. So can we now try to shift the pillars to get them to line up on the, on the block the way they should? All right. Who, who's doing who's doing the, the fine-tuning? I'll take a I'll, tune. I mean, I'll yeah. take one of the pillars. Yeah. yeah. I'll call out the directions. Yeah. Right. I'll take a pillar. All right. So... You guys, Definitely as you guys stand boundary. up to start moving it, uh, your bell goes off. Duffin, check it out. Just let check it out. All right. Let's put yourself on the board and roll initiative. Really? You got 15 for initiative. Crap. I have an eight. I did say Duffin, boundary. I have uh, 20. What do you have, Rogar? I have a four. Oh, uh, is that right? Three plus initiative. Three plus, uh, you're plus one, so. Yeah. So you got four. four. What do you got for Drews? Uh, that's going to be an eight. Rogar's at four. All right, as you get closer to the side, you can hear <laughs> gibbering and, like, these sounds. Yeah, just like weird stuff like that. <laughs> I draw my bow. Jesus. What you notice um as you you move over to where the uh because that's where the bell was. Uh, these things look like they're co freshly covered in dirt. And like I said, how there was that like pock of the, the, the soil where there's just all these bumps. These things are pulling themselves out of the bumps. Oh, so it's uh -huh. like a graveyard. But I'm yeah. guessing they don't look like I'm dead. Nope. Like they don't have eyes. Oh. They, they look like the their that? eyes have like like become vis uh visible uh give me the word visual yes this they've just kind of like degraded this they have vestigial yeah vestigial where they kind of have just decayed away they still have like the area where their sockets but they're gross. they're gone gross totally gross oats it's got fire That's a good question. So, are they like, like, how big are they in size? They're, like they're, a normal... normal human size. Okay. They're just um, wielding crude weapons in their hands. Are we, are, 
Are we hindered visually in the dark? It is dim light, yes. So if you don't have dark vision, you're at disadvantage. Um, I'm a-okay. I'm a-okay, too. I'm doing so. Uh, you you have the greatest intelligence. Give me an intelligence roll. Alright. Cool. Yeah, Person no. Seventeen plus was it wisdom? Plus intelligence. Plus intelligence. My intelligence is plus one, so eighteen. Eighteen. That's pretty good. Just you kind of are realizing as he uh, tells that the, you know these things are pulling themselves out of the dirt mounds. Just rough estimate. You think there's probably anywhere from 250 to 500 of these bumps over the surrounding area. Oh no! Ah, Jesus Christ! Are they fast moving? Who's after us? No, they're they're just cautiously coming up towards you. They're making noise, almost like uh, like they're, they're they're seeing with their echolocation. All right, I'm gonna. So they might not be hostile because they're coming to check us out. Might not be hostile. Um, I mean, you want to make a? Are you are you gonna move the pillar, or am I gonna? Step in for you while you do something else. What? what are you talking about? Do you I'm not see what's going on around us? Uh, you know what? <laughs> well, I'm, uh... Yeah, there's a possibility of there being like 200 of these guys. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna cast light. Yeah, it's a trial. So I get an orb of light. Uh, we just need to finish the. What are you gonna light up? Um, I'm gonna light up the pillar. Alright. So now there's a radius of light around the center. You gonna adjust your pillar? I'm gonna adjust my pillar, but I'm gonna ready in action in case any of them gets close and. Well, the pillar will be your action. <coughs> oh. Alright, I'm gonna adjust the pillar. Alright, give me a roll. Pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you don't quite have the fine dexterity. So as you're moving, you notice you have, um, as yours comes onto the board and you see the light, you are actually, uh, you have TMS symbol. Uh, you move it, as you move it, you kind of like, you know, like you're playing a video game, but you're not really that good. You move it past where it's going, you jerk it past. But you do notice as it went over where it was supposed to, that brief second you heard like a little click, but it went past it. Ooh. Okay. So we could actually do this by sound. Like a little tumbler. <laughs> Duffin? I don't cast don't cast silence, dude. <clears throat> I uh, chose different spells for what we when we did a little rest, so yeah. yes. So where am I? Am I right outside the circle? Yep. Yep. So you have dark vision. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like, God, what's the best move here? What if, what if you helped us 
quickly move the pillars and finish the puzzle before we're attacked. Uh, I could do that too if you guys want. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, let's, see, let's just try that. Yeah, why don't you go to mine since I didn't move the pillar in my turn? Okay. Okay. I'm thinking. And I'll try to take yours. Alright, give me a roll. D20? Yep. Uh, 17. Alright, so you went to that one. That one is the gem dragon. And it comes into the middle where part of the sky, and you hear a clicking noise. Sweet. Jammer. I'm gonna try to move that pillar. Yeah. It, if there's a portal that opens, we could jump in it oh, and man. get away from this fight. Ooh. Maybe. I'm doing the pillar. Okay. Ooh, is it dexterity you said? Yeah. I think that's a plus three. Let me just double check. Yeah, that's it's fine. Yeah, that, the DC is only ten. Nice. That makes me feel real nice. So inside. You click and you see Bahamut's uh, constellation come on and you hear another clicking and you see like a little shudder and like a, a line outline of uh, like dust kind of shakes free from the wall. Oh, so the Tiamat one never de-clicked. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't sound like when they did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. After I click into space, I'm gonna lean my back up against the pillar and just kind of give it a little scratch. Start flexing, knowing we're in the shit. They get off. We just have one pillar to get. Yeah. So just I'll be going. I look over one. to the guys that are at my pillar. I'm like. Like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Name's Skeet. <laughs> I would uh, I would still try to stay within in case there's a portal to get into. They don't. I, would try, I wouldn't we, go out here. Yeah, we just got to get that other one turned. Or it's going to be you up. All right. Yeah. So why don't you go click that last pillar for him? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right, you take 12 points of damage, Oates. All right. As these things are bludgeoning you, the ones below uh, Skeet uh, throw stones up at him and he takes two points of damage. It's rude. It is rude. It's like Billy from. What's uh, the What I miss? Billy. Billy. Really, like they're little, closing in. Red Hood. And they're throwing rocks and at him and get him out of the tree. Oh, Jeffrey, he takes six points of damage. Flatliners. Oh, yeah. Flatliners. Oh, I really, really should have... From a claw? No, uh, from a spike club. Ah! T-Mat's in it. You hear the click. Now the whole thing starts shuddering. And it starts coming up at about, Slow like, rate. two inches a second. So it's coming... <laughs> Uh, it's probably going to take a, at least a full round for it to get open enough for you guys to get squeezed through. Uh, Oats, you're up. Alright, I'm uh... Can I ready an action? After that? 
Or yeah, is that... That's, that's your action. action. Okay. Um, I'm gonna turn around and get hold of dead with uh, one of these. This guy. Yeah, you should, they are right next to each other, so you can... Yeah, so I'm gonna use the Reaper. Yep. So. Okay. Alright, uh, they both fail. Oh. So, 1d8 on each of them. Oh, they fail. I didn't. This one's a fucking d8. Looks like a uh, pyramid attached to a pyramid. Yep. Alright. So, five. Five. And the other one gets six. six. So, you do notice. The one you hit for six is bloody. So you you you, you hit him pretty severely. You hit more than one person with Tolaga? Yeah, because I got a Reaper. Oh, okay. So yeah, back somebody within five. five it, on a necromantic spell that's on one target, if they're right next to each other, you can hit both of them. Is that a feat? That is because he worships the god of death. Oh, okay. But I couldn't take it as a feat at some no, point. That he's not mark. a good. He's not a good cleric. Skeet? Um, Alright, so I'm going to... Oh, you got advantage here, aren't I? You have the high ground. You have the high ground. Does that count as advantage? I'll give it to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Alright, so I'm going to stab down at this one with with the rapier. Well, you, you can't stab. Oh. Okay. Because the pillar is oh, 10 feet up. too far up. Okay, I got you. That's why they right. threw stones at you. Alright, so I'm going to... I'm gonna sh shoot the one closest to Alex. Okay. Uh, where's my white? Oh, the I white one's the white in your one. hand. I don't where's know my green one? The other one is. Oh, there it is. All right. And I can't do sneak attack, right? So it's just a. No, you sneak attack. He's within five feet of an alley. Okay. Sweet. Mm. It's gonna be a fourteen. Um, they are not wearing armor of any type. Yes, that hits. Okay. And you can tell by the noise that there's over the field surrounding this this ruin, there are more of these things waking up. 14 damage. He's dead. Next time we dig up the bumps. Next time Next we time. dig up the bumps. I bet that uh, Zomboid is really a uh, knock, knock, knocking on Captain's door. Uh, <laughs> It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Hi, guys. Duff man approves. I should take a goddamn night train out of here, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I have a spell I can use, but it's probably gonna hit. I can hit a lot of guys with it, but I will probably hit all of us as well. So it's up to you. What's the spell? Whatever you say, Brian. So... Will it do like 10 damage? So here's the thing. <laughs> there are two spells... There are three spells I'm thinking of that I could use. One of them is Entangle. We don't take damage, but basically the entire area becomes encumbered. And they can't move closer to us, but they're stuck on top of us, the ones that are there. The only thing with Entangle, you either put it on one side to stop them, or you put it on yourselves, and you could entangle yourselves. Yeah, that's 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 basically what I'm saying. 
The other two options would be either uh, uh, Earth Tremor, which would basically hit everything with 1d6 damage and knock it prone if they fail their, their deck save. Or I could use Thunder Wave, which would be probably even more damaging and also has the chance of knocking everything prone. What level is Earth Tremor? Um, so these are level one spells right now. Okay. Yeah, so Thunder Wave would hit a block. So like you a could cube, a 15. Yeah. Uh, you could hit like these group, like that group. And the, you could hit two, but that wouldn't be really that beneficial. Or you could blow these guys back. Don't you blow the guys back. Blow the guys. Dude, you know, Earth or you could blow the guys that are attacking you. Get in there. Blow back. <laughs> That's right. We yeah. And then Earth Tremor, I, I don't have... What is the range on that? It just says the, the ground. You will likely kill these two. Yeah. John, I took six. Uh, yeah, I think you did. Yes. Thank you. I took 12. For Earth Tremor. Yeah. It, you cause a tremor in the ground the within range. Each creature other than you. you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw on failed save. Takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. Yeah, so the Earth Tremor is like, you basically like hit the ground and right where you are, everything within 10 feet. Uh, yeah, you 10 have foot to radius. Yeah. Interesting. What? 10 foot radius, yeah. yeah. So. So it's like you do like a super like a superhero landing, you just smash the ground and everything around you might fall down. So then Thunder Wave would have more reach than one bit. Yep. And Thunder Wave. But would they be knocked prone from Thunder Wave? Yes. Oh, yeah. you'd, if they fail, they get knocked down. And, and Thunder it also Wave does, is a fifteen-foot cube. Yeah. It pushes them away. Well, if they if they navigate using sound, Thunder Wave <coughs> might have an added benefit if used against them because it's very loud. Oh yeah, disrupt their little uh, sonar. Yeah. So that is what I'm thinking with that. I'll go for it, man. Let's see what happens. All right, just as a test, and you said you don't want me to use it on the ones that are around you? You could hit the four right surrounding you. I mean, you should just use it on... I could use... Hit it, hit these four or hit these three? Hit three that are attacking any of us. Four, so that we could group together to face the rest. I could do that too. <clears throat> or right, we just, that, or we can just face these ones and then get rid of these ones, so we don't have to worry about them. Is that, is that what we're doing? Vote? Yes? No? Yay? Nay? Yes! Yeah, go for it. Alright. This is in a Chinese democracy, right? <laughs> so we're you gonna uh, do Thunder Wave on the four. Okay. And you're going here to do it? <clears throat> no, he's, he, can, he, he can just come side by side with uh, Oats. Yeah, a wave of thunderous force swoops out from each creature and a cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw on a failed save. They take 2d8 thunder damage and are pushed 10 feet away from you. Creatures take half damage. Alright, uh, roll the damage. So, 2d8? Yep. Yes. I'm excited about this plan. I'm crazy about it. That's four. That's four more than usual. I can't and see it. That's three. a three. So seven. That's not impressive. But it might be enough. He's bloody. We know as long this. as enough of them save their uh, fail their save throws, they're 
back them off. I mean, it is. It's just slightly less than average, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So unsecure <laughs> objects that are completely in the area are made to back. And the spell emits a thunderous boom audible up to 300 feet. Yeah. So yeah. we just woke up everything. Well, yeah. let's face it, everything was going to wake up anyways. Doesn't make it better, Jeremy. Well, if they don't like loud noises, hopefully it will make them stop. The only loud noise is stay in the ground. Yeah, so they'd be, you can hear it as, as far back as Buddha. Pretty much. I know when I need to wake up my kid from anything, I go into his room and I play a ludicrous rollout right <laughs> in his face. Dude, he loves it. I mean, sorry. Dude, I love it. <laughs> he, he doesn't like it so much, but I think he's starting to understand. Get out of my business, my business. Yeah, take it, kid. Roll out. Yo, dude, it's great. Whatever, Luda. Take it. All right, two, the two that were wounded by Told the Dead Me and my are dead. Friends. One of them passed. And the other one did not. And no. the one that you hit kind of looks truly blinded now. The one that uh, failed his saving throw. Alright. Paul Jammer? Oh, hell yeah, buddy. <clears throat> Sensing danger in the air. Knowing very well that such a fragile young man such as myself can't take all this viciousness. He will be casting the second level spell called Warding Wind. Let me describe it. A strong wind, 20 miles per hour, blows around me in a 10-foot radius and moves with me, remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for the spell's duration. It is concentration for 10 minutes. It has the following effects. It deafens you and other creatures in the area. extinguishes unprotected flames in the area. It hedges out vapors, gas, and fog that can't be dispersed. The area is difficult terrain for creatures other than you, the attack rolls on ranged weapon attacks have disadvantage if it passes in and out of my wind. And my wind is strong. Okay. And I also toss a little bit of glitter into it to make it look fabulous. That is pretty fabulous. Thank you. Ask me where I got the glitter from. Boots. Where'd you get the glitter from? Your gal. No, Slamming no. Out. Kitty glitter. Kitty glitter. Me. Yeah. All right, so deafening is good because they are actually weakened to deafen. So that's only 10 feet within you. Yeah, but the audible noise is 300 feet. Yeah, everyone heard that, but okay. that wasn't loud enough to... Like that, his spell literally deafens people. Oh, okay. This guy just kind of like wanders. This guy moves up. I was about to see throw them back if they wander into this wood. well it's difficult terrain um but yeah. it basically deafens them so that means they have no working senses so they're like swinging around top and uh he gets hit for five points of damage out of the four of them um can i use my uh my d6 to rook minus that one hit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get? One. One. Oh, John. Well, uh, you caused him to miss. 
nice. He had disadvantage either way. That was either um, nice guy stuff or you're the best at the game ever. Then we have an attack against Oats that. Oh, that hits. Oats takes five points of damage. Jesus Christ. And then we have. It's the wrong church. I guess so. Two against Rogar. Stones against Skeet. <laughs> so takes easy. two points of damage. Rover takes six points of damage. And now it is Rogar's turn. Ah, uh, do I notice anything about this uh, door that we can get in yet? Uh, it is almost to the point where you can squeeze through. It's up about eight inches. Okay. So. At this point, Skeet might be able to crawl under it. You and your full plate, not so not much. So much. <laughs> uh, and where is the door? It is right here. Okay. Right there. Okay. Yep. So I <clears throat> step here and breath across Ooh. these four if I can. Well, I will give you. Exactly how much you can press. See you guys. So you are now in a corridor with a stairway down. You notice on both sides of the door uh, there are these like ornate like like woven ropes that are holding that are currently cycling through to pick up the door. Alright, so are they... They're going upward? Yeah, so they're, they're going, they're going, they're down they're going the into they're, the ground. They're pulling the door down. And they're pulling the stairs up. Somewhere which right. tells me eventually we're cutting those ropes. Yeah, yeah so. probably. <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like... Alright, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... We, could, we could attack them one at a time as they come in. There's 250 to 300. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to be there all night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a giant pile of XP, as long as you don't die first. This is this is uh, now turning into the, the wild grind. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so Skeet's up. Alright, so I'm going to basically, uh, now, if I just, am I going to take an attack of opportunity if I go there, or do I have to use disengage to avoid you, 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 if you use disengage, you won't take any attacks opportunity. Okay, so I can probably kill somebody, then do a disengage yep. and run through? Okay. Um, Alright, so yeah, I'm gonna... I guess... I'll shoot at... You know what, I'm gonna jump down, and I'm going to... Use my dagger uh, or my rapier on this one. Okay. Dagger on that one. Okay. Uh, white's going to be obviously, I guess, sneak attacks going to the dagger. Okay. Because he's. You got it. Him, so, um, so white's going to be the dagger, green's going to be the rapier. Uh, 20 on the rapier. 
only, uh, oh, shoot. Do I get, what? Or is that the advantage, or would that be an advantage on, because of that? For, oh, jumping down on it? Well, no, because you're, yeah, right you're, you're flanking them. So, could I reroll this one? Yeah, sure. Alright, because I want to kind of keep the crit on the rapier. Yep, that's fine. Can. Uh, so that is going to be a... It's not great, I think it's... It's an 11. That hits? Does it? Okay. So on him with the sneak attack with the dagger... That's going to be... 5 plus... The three, so eight damage to him. And then I'm going to do the critical, which is just 2d8 with no bonus. Okay. On the other day. And that's 10 damage to him. Alright, he's still standing. Okay, so then at that point, I'm going to do the disengage and go into the door. Uh, you are and with Oats and the stone stairs down. Yeah, I was just trying to hopefully clear the path a little bit for Grogar, but... Nothing? <sighs> so, if I... So the door is here, yes? Yep. So to get that, I have to go through one, two, three, four guys? Uh, you can, you can kind of dance in there. Uh... Well, if you, if you probably were attack. run up, attack that one, and run through, you might be able to just... See, the, the problem, the, these guys right here, they can't take attacks opportunity because they're deafened. And since hearing is their main sense because they're blind, uh, they will not make an attack opportunity. These two can. So, all right, let me ask you this then. If I fired off another thunder wave in front of me, sort of clearing the way, how many of them could I potentially hit? probably hit these three all right because i do want to make it in the door but i also don't want to screw over our last two party members who are being overwhelmed i think using that spell would probably help us out more than you would think so go ahead and use it then yeah 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 all right and then afterwards i'll try and make it to the door Oh, uh, Alright, one pass, two failed, roll your damage. Please be high. That's an eight. Yeah. Please be high. Four. Four. Twelve. Twelve, yeah. Alright. Well, you got lucky because two of these are wounded. And you did enough to kill one outright. Yes. One that failed. Yes. So. You just slam your staff down, and the three right in front of you just go flying, bloody pulps. Big mist. No, just bleeding. <laughs> and then I should be able to make it to the door now, yep. right? Yeah. So you join them on the stairs. Yeah, pass clear. Patrice. <clears throat> well. Parting is such sweet sorrow. I know I hate to go, but I know you guys love to watch me walk away. I'm out of here. Are you going to keep oh, your yeah. wind on downstairs? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll stay. Because then they. I will stay 15 feet away from. Uh, should I drop it? Well, if you. 
if you stay on the other side of the door, oh, any yeah. of them that come to the door will be blinded. Can I move out of the way so Rogar has time to move yeah, on through? Yeah, you can let him squeeze through you. So basically, like, right around the door, there'll be a semicircle where they go in and they'll be blinded. Sounds good. Seems good. Now it's their turn. This guy's no longer blinded. Maybe I should have hugged Rogar instead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Could he carried me? Oh, it looks like he's gotten pelted yeah. by a lot of rocks right now. But, uh, if that's what they got. But... Oh shit! I can see through the door, this right? This guy's like, yeah. He became blinded. These guys are no longer blinded. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Rogar. I tried <laughs> to clear a path. Oh Jesus! You're gonna have to like freaking like. Uh, Dragon breath and go, man. <laughs> he can't. He already did it once. He's gonna have to no, quarterback I've got, I've got sneak two. this shit. I actually have to. Make like a linebacker and freaking blitz them. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do. Um, so but, you are next. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I just like try to mow them down with your shield. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm double moving it into the. Well, you want to disengage? Yeah. Alright. So you can disengage and then squeeze through. While disengaged, you're basically defensive fighting. None of them can make attacks opportunity against you. Welcome. Alright, you're. you're you can't hear anyone, so you see everyone's inside. The three of you farther down the stairs, you guys can hear each other. Uh, those two at the top of the stairs, they can't hear shit. So now uh, it's Oat's turn. Um, the the door is still going up. It's about at about 20 yeah, inches to cut, now. We're gonna have yeah. to cut these ropes. We should try to find a way to anchor it so we don't lose one end of it, so we can reattach it later if possible. Could I stick to get out? Could I stay here for ten minutes? Utilize it to get out. Well, are there any like mechanisms anywhere that allow us to? That's what I'm I'm worried about. Is if the the mechanism is built into the stone. So, so there's like no levers or nothing that we can see. So we need to anchor the bottom piece of the rope somehow before we cut the top piece so that the door can just fall and then the rope, you know, that's holding the door will just dangle while the other piece is anchored into the wall somehow. Uh, the only thing can... I can think is if we use like uh, tent spikes to sort of nail them into the wall uh, before we cut them. No, just twirl it. And cut it higher than where the door is at, and then oh, make, uh, make an a knot. knot, and then yeah. cut yeah. the top. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's Oat's turn. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna make an eternal knot and cut All right, it. fucking give me a rope use. <laughs> That's a skill. No, not in this edition, but it was in uh, yeah. third edition. Okay, so I was gonna say I didn't even know that was a fucking. Well, I I'm going with the dexterity. I assist him. <laughs> I got a 17 plus 1. Nice. Alright, you, you do it on that one. You have now knotted the, the right rope. They probably need a 10, right? I guess I will do the same. Come on, man. It's a, it's a 7 plus, plus 1. That's 8. I'm thinking <laughs> of using my bardic inspiration for his role. You want to do it? 
That wouldn't be very much, though. What do you uh, need? It's, like a, it's a six-sided die. I'm assuming you need a ten to pass. Okay. That's a fair assumption. Alright, give me a roll. I sing the song by Ween about doing the loop-de-loop. -loop. Uh, uh, you got a six. You're not going to sing Spinal Man, Jed? All right. Oh, no. no. Alright, both of them are <laughs> nodded. I pull out my sword and I go, huh? Huh? Uh, uh, I'm looking for confirmation. What, nobody, you want to cut one of the ropes? Nobody can understand a word you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, he's trying to, like, yes. beam it out. Yeah? yeah? Yes. Alright, slice through both. Alright, so it, it slices through As both. As he's sli slicing through, I am holding on to the internal knot to kind of make sure, make sure it doesn't go down too fast so okay. it doesn't get, like, sucked, recessed okay. in. So, uh, you cut it. And you catch it, so the ropes are knotted, and now they're knotted against the face of the floor. Uh, and uh, you see the stone uh, door just slam down back in front of you, and the droning, gibbering of these creatures grows uh, silent now through the mass of the stone. I'll kill my wind. And you drop the wind. You are now inside the structure. Now. <laughs> Whew. There we have it. A crit fest, if I would say so myself. I feel like we made a lot of smart decisions and hopefully unearthing a tomb honoring three noble dragons won't really bite us in the butt. Thank you for listening to Dungeonetics. We can be reached on Instagram at Dungeonetics, Facebook, at Dungeonetics. Dungeonetics at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure other places too, but eh, they don't matter to me. Our music was provided by Kellen, the opening song, and the song that you're currently listening to by Virus of Ideals. Oh my gosh! Whoa. The little nips and clicks and bits were pulled from freesounds.org. That's right, freesound.org. You can actually find us there at Dungeonetics too, but I just comment about how lovely all you are. And remember, adventurers, each inside every one of you is in a little adventurer just begging to get out. Sometimes all you need to do to get to that adventurer is take 12 weeks off and have reconstructive surgery on your voice. Good night.